0: I applaud the graduates for taking a much more direct route to your degrees. I'm just happy that the Crimson called me Harvard's most successful dropout. I guess that makes me valedictorian of my own special class. I did the best of everyone who failed. But I also want to be recognized as the guy who got Steve Ballmer to drop out of business school. Harvard was a phenomenal experience for me. Academic life was fascinating. I used to sit in on lots of classes that I hadn't even signed up for. And dorm life was terrific. I lived up at Radcliffe courier house because everyone knew that I didn't worry about getting up in the morning that's how I came to be the leader of the anti-social group we clung to each other as a way of validating our rejection of all those social people Radcliffe was a great place to live there were more women up there and most of the guys were math science types the combination offered me the best odds that's where I learned the sad lesson I loved Uh, learning company courses and and things so I love being a student. They cannot take a book of information and say pass an AP test. That's a solvable problem but it's a knowledge representation problem. You know I've always wanted to solve that problem. Uh, I'm jealous that Maybe one of you gets to work on that. I'm you know, unlikely to go back and be in that way, but it's the juiciest problem ever. I've thought about it for a long time. Then the idea of, okay, it would be very different. The software you needed, the way the industry would work, skip athletics, that I'd go in overnight, that I'd you know, leave the house sometimes, that I wanted to go work uh, for a company writing software. So they were great about allowing that to be my hobby. Learning company courses and, and things. So I loved being a student. And there were smart people around and you know they fed you and they gave you these nice grades that made you feel smart. So I I feel it was unfortunate that I didn't get to stay there. But I don't think I missed any knowledge because you know, whatever I needed to learn, I would I was still in a, a learning mode. It's true, I could have gone bankrupt. Uh, but you know I had a set of skills that were highly employable and in fact my parents were still willing to let me go back to Harvard and finish my education if I wanted to. The only the thing that was scary to me wasn't quitting and starting the company, it was when I started hiring my friends and they expected to be paid and so then I got this incredibly conservative approach that I wanted to have enough money in the bank to pay a year's worth of payroll uh, even if we didn't get any any payments coming in. When I started Microsoft I didn't think of it as all that risky. I mean, I was so excited about what we were doing, and you know, I'm almost uh, <laughs> yeah. true to that the whole time. We have about 10 billion now, which is, is pretty much enough yeah. for the next year. You're likely to be world-class at is whatever you obsessed over from, say, age 12 to 18. You know, in my case, it was writing software, uh, where I would think I was good, and then I would meet somebody who would tell me I wasn't, and I would look at their code, and I went through four sort of comeuppances of oh, that's what a really good programmer looks like.
1: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And part of the
0: reason I worship digital equipment was
1: eventually it was a couple of their very best
0: programmers who came and shared with me how they thought about it, how they did things. And I had studied their code and there were several people who were so key to my doing that. So today I would go into, you know, software, which today that means going into artificial intelligence. You know, computers still can't read. They they cannot take a book of information and, say, pass an AP test on that book. And that's a solvable problem, but it's a knowledge representation problem. And, you know, I've always wanted to solve that problem. Uh, I'm jealous that maybe one of you gets to work on that. I'm you know, unlikely to go back and be hands-on in that, in that way. But it's the juiciest problem ever. I've thought about it for a long time